there, and welcome back to My Sister is Your Sister. This is Karen, and I am so happy to be here with you today. We have so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Hmm. Why don't you grab your favorite beverage and sit a spell and do some sistering with us? We have so much to talk about, so much to share, and we hope that one of these days you'll be able to come and hang out with us on our podcast. Yes, you. Write us, say I want to come on the air, and let's do it. Well, let's get back to the program because Kelly's waiting for us. Hey there, and welcome back to My Sister is Your Sister. It is Karen and Kelly. Coming to you from separate time zones and on a Saturday morning we're recording. It is about three inches of snow here and it's the first actual snow of the year, 2024. And we had snow one time last year and it was on Halloween. That was the news report and the weather report from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Well, exciting. The weather report from Tampa, Florida is rain, 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 rain. Oh, it is in the high 60s, but it's been raining all morning thus far. So that's the weather report here. You want the Karen report? I just kind of turned a quarter turn and my chair went Zoom, and well, down I went. <laughs> so I'm about eight inches shorter than I should be. But that's neither here nor there. If yeah. you hear me get up and start fondling my chair, that's why. Okay. So I kind of want to give hmm. I kind of want to give our listeners an idea of how we keep our sisterhood Mm -hmm. fresh and supportive. Yeah. Um, For example, um, how our friendship has changed through life. So... I, I felt like when we were teens, we were we were buddies, but I think we were annoyed with each other at a time because we're three and a half years apart. Right. And that's a lifetime. Yeah, it certainly your- feels that way when you're a teenager. Yeah. I mean, now I feel like we go through a lot of the same scenarios um mm-hmm. or, or the same feelings or i know that if i'm going through something hard because of my specific age i know that you're not that far behind me and that yeah. you can understand and appreciate what's going on okay. so I, I think um yeah i think that's fair yeah, I, I think that we had some 
We had some emotional stuff in our late teens. Uh, you were very, 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 always very supportive when I was um, diagnosed with ovarian cancer mm-hmm. at 19. You were very supportive and through a lot of medical, I mean, 30 years ago, th- there was a lot of stuff that happened to me that was like... Uh, top of the line, record-breaking. We've never seen a case like this. And you stood by and held my hand through all of it and and into my 20s. Yeah, of course. Um, So, of course, I thank you for that. Um, I mean, I'd say there's nowhere I'd rather be, but there's plenty of places I'd rather be just with you there with me. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I I think that I think that we were close before you moved, but I think our relationship has become different since you've moved. Mm-hmm. And I would even say our relationship has been become even better since we started doing this podcast. I agree, and I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit previously. Is that For me, that was one of the reasons um, that I wanted to do this Um, because, you know, I know life can get kind of hectic. um, And so you're not always making the time to pick up the phone on a specific day or, you know, our, a lot of our conversation had kind of fallen to just text back and forth, which, you know, only go, sure, they keep you in touch, but you don't, you miss a lot of the context and, and frankly, even a lot of content, you know, Um, there are certainly some things that you can um, articulate through text, you know, quick things, but there are other things that you certainly need conversations for. And I do think that prior to us starting the podcast that we had both um, gotten into a routine of relying mostly on texts for for communication. Um, So that was certainly um, a goal of, of mine. It was to open up our line of communication more you know, not just on the podcast, but also outside the podcast as well. Um, so that we had more frequent conversation and that we weren't only sharing the top level fluff like we would, you know, like you might with a friend, you know, like, right. you know, I, I feel like I wanted to make sure that we were going under the, um, under the surface to share the nitty gritty stuff too. Right. Uh, Yeah. And, and I think that there was, um, when you moved, oh my God, mom and I were crushed. Yeah. But at the same time, I think you're probably more in touch with her since you've moved than before you moved. You're very, very good about, and it's not just a phone call. It's a video call. It's a, Hey, 
look at me. I'm okay. I'm doing fine. And you have no idea. Oh, 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 go get my phone. Kelly's calling. Kelly's calling. It's, it's a, it's a major award. Kelly's (laughs) calling. When, when you call and we're sewing, I'm like, Hey, this is our time. We're in the middle of a meeting. (laughs) And she's like, it's your sister. Go get my phone. So I, I, I can say that after we moved, I did um, try, you know, I, because I, it was hard on me too, obviously. Um, but I did certainly, I tried to make a concerted effort to call more frequently. And mom says it all the time, but I don't know how I didn't know how to video call until the pandemic like we were down here for several years prior to that and just during the pandemic is when i realized like oh well, we could video call like it, i i don't know why it didn't even cross my mind i told her to have you both download skype and she's like i don't even know what that is and changed the subject yeah. so you know it's it's it was necessary yeah. She needed to know that you were okay. She needed to know that you were healthy and it, the timing was just right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when we were younger, mm-hmm. we were still trying to, f- I mean, I feel mom always gave us the right tools to grow up and become decent, law-abiding, God-fearing, parent-fearing <laughs> human beings. Um, and I, I think that's amazing. And I think that she should be so proud. Well, I know she's so proud. Um, we've also talked how we are, um, both non-child having. Right. And, and that kind of puts us in a different state with our mom because we're still her girls. Right. You know, we're not, uh, it, it's, it's a different mindset for her. You know, I was sitting in, and and this is off topic a little bit, but I was sitting in church with her on Christmas Eve while Mm -hmm. you were in the hospital, Mm -hmm. in the emergency room. She's Mm -hmm. fine. She's fine. I know you're worried. She's okay. But we are sitting in church and it's just running through my mind. We should really be there. We should go relieve Ryan and, and sit there. That would have never happened. They would have never let us in. But we're sitting there and there is a grandma with her two little granddaughters Mm -hmm. having communion. Now, I've said this before. Going back to church makes me very emotional. Mm -hmm. I I could sit and cry during a, a, a song or the organ playing. It just that church brings back so many memories. Um, and it was Christmas Eve service. So it wasn't, it wasn't 
you know, Lutheran services get so, the music is so depressing. You know, it's, it's so heavily organed and it, uh, it, it just breaks my heart. Cause you know, I think of church, I feel good when I leave, I want to feel lifted up. Mm-hmm. This, this was, this was a wonderful service. And as we're waiting for communion, this grandma has her two little two little granddaughters, one under each arm, and pastor comes and, you know, gives them a blessing. And she reached down and kissed their head. And I just thought, mom never had that with us. You know, she she missed out on a lot of those moments. And I, I just, it just absolutely shredded me. And I grabbed her hand and she's like, oh my God, are you all right? I'm like, yes, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> just, yeah. I feel like I robbed that from her having that grandma moment. And it, it just made me feel bad. But I know I can say that to you. And I know that other than me being a total wuss and crying, yeah. At at things like that, you could say, well, I can understand where that's coming from. And I get it. I, I see why yeah. you're, that upsets you and uh and why that I mean the little girl turned around to give her mom a smile and my and mom was just like, Oh God, you could see it in her face. Mm-hmm. Um but part of getting through those hard times or those awkward moments where you just get your little heart stomped on, I know we can share that. And I, I right. think as we have grown older, um, as in most things, our lives have taken on different roles. Um And one that I I do take a lot of pride in is that I get to take mom and dad to doctor's appointments um, and and do those kinds of things because then I can call you on our way home and I can give you a full report. This is what's going on. Or, you know, you call. Dad was a little forgetful today. I want you to see if you notice anything. Right. Um, and, And we actually spoke with Kevin about a year ago about that very thing that we were going to really focus on keeping everybody in the loop of everything. And I, and I honestly think our family is all the better for that. Yeah. Um, and I've been chatting, I've been chatting nonstop since we started this what are your thoughts on um, some of our changes in us and our relationship since? Well, you know, we're over thirty now. Well, so much. I, I, I do want to start the at the beginning because um, I feel like when we were teenagers, I do feel like we were close. But, and we've talked about this before, you're, nobody knows better how to push your buttons than your sister. Yeah. 
And I do feel like there was a lot of um, uh, animosity is not the right word because that's so aggressive. There was a lot of sibling rivalry, maybe. No, I don't even think sibling because I feel like sibling rivalry makes it sound like someone competitive. Yeah, like you're competitive for someone's affection almost or like for more pride or for more uh, um, recognition. And I I don't ever feel like I had to, um, I don't feel, (laughs) I don't, I don't know if anybody else does. I don't feel like I was ever in a competition for recognition or affection or um, anything like that. I feel like our, our, I feel like our parents were very, um, uh, um, fair, very fair and very like just generally very affectionate overall. Um, you know, they never hesitated to tell you that they were proud of you or that you did a good job at something or anything like that. So, so I, I wouldn't say sibling rivalry. I would say there were definitely like just a lot of snipiness. Um, because I think on my side, I feel like some of it stemmed from, you know, you would call me your baby sister. And, you know, at a certain point in time when you're a teenager or even a preteen, you, know, you don't want to be a baby sister. You know, you just want to be a sister. You don't want to be the baby. Right. Um, so I think there were times when there was kind of like, oh, just let me grow up, you know, because I am the youngest for all any, any, anyone listening. Um, and does that so, mean you are the baby? Yes, I am. Technically, I am. But, you know, as a teenager. Yeah, I know. I totally get that. I get that. And I called you baby sister the other day. Yeah, but now it's fine. It doesn't bother me now. After I said it, I'm like, I know that gets her sometimes. I mean, maybe it still does get me sometimes, but I guess the other day must have been a good day. Because it did well, you play. you have belly pain. You're like oh. I did have belly pain. I, so I was like, I, yeah, I, I am a baby sister. <laughs> I, you're like I could eat, and I'm like, do you need to toot? You're like, what? I'm like, what's going on? I, I do you need something to eat? Well, I could wait, but I'm so hungry. I have this pain. Yeah. Do you have gas? You're like, stop asking for. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm just wondering if she's uncomfortable oh, like that. I need to open the window. Yeah. She's like, what's wrong like with you? That. No. I know. Well, I I would think I would know the difference at this point, but I would think. So so where so let me get back to what um I'm sorry. So I, I feel like to apologize for the baby sister the other day. No, that's okay. So I feel like there and also there was a lot of um you know we both worked um from the time you know I worked from when I was 15 I know you started working 
I don't know if it was when you were 16 or if you started when you were 15. 15. I had a worker, I had a work uh, thing. Permit. Permit, yeah. So I know that there was a lot of time that we also didn't, we weren't on top of each other, even yeah. though we shared a room. We, we shared a bedroom growing up. And that was like another, I feel like that's another little thing that makes, I don't want to say difficult. It's not difficult, but it's, di- you know, there's good days and bad days of growing up with your sister and sharing a room. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and, and those teenage angst, weird years, I yeah. mean, ew. Somebody said, boy, I would do my teens over again. And I thought, you should be hospitalized. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I wouldn't. That's kind of psychotic. Yeah, I wouldn't need to. I mean, not like I didn't enjoy my teen years, but I wouldn't need to do them again. Um, What I would do over maybe again differently would be my early 20s. Oh, I I think that's... Yeah, I well, not from the aspect of like bar hopping or you know, I feel like I would just make some different, different decisions. decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think everybody feels that way about their 20s are year years for exploring and trying to figure yourself out. Right. Uh, I've said many times um about being in my 20s I don't think I would over redo my twenties, but my, my thirties, I could do thirties again. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like from age. So I, I dated the same person from 19 to 21 and then got married to him Mm -hmm. from 19 to 25. You're a completely different person. For sure. You, you get what independence is and know that you don't need somebody to hover over everything you say or do. Yeah. And, and if you're still finding what you want, I think that waiting a bit, um, maybe mid twenties is something that was something that I would change for myself, but you had awesome twenties. You had a lot of experiences in your late teens and twenties and yeah, but I also, if you remember, yeah, um, from twenty to twenty six, I was also with someone that, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been with. But you know what? Out of every not great situation, you learn. And I, and I feel like I said, well, now we're totally getting off topic. I do feel like not that long after leaving that relationship, I basically said, do I regret it? No, I don't regret it. We did have good times, right? Yeah. But also the one thing that I think is more important is what I learned through that relationship. And I think I had a better understanding of how to respect myself mm-hmm. and how to have confidence in myself and um, how I as an individual needed to make decisions 
that were going to impact my life instead of relying on someone else or blindly following someone else's dreams. Yeah. And, and you know what I think is funny, Hmm. not funny, but interesting. Hmm. I have only just now realized that we both grew and changed. I left when I was 26. Mm -hmm. Those six years for both of us were tremendously different um, than we are today. And and Mm -hmm. that just goes, I mean, I never, did you ever put that together before? Um, I mean, probably at a high level, but. Well, you shouldn't be getting high. You're too old for that. <laughs> Such a goof. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, 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 mean, I, I, think- I never thought of that before, that we were our same ages when we were in our very first long-term relationship. Yeah. And it, it, it didn't go well. I, I, do I regret it? No, no. Yeah, I did. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I regret, I guess what I do regret is not, what's the right way? Not having enough confidence in myself to end it earlier, maybe. Because I would say, so we, you know, we were engaged and I feel like as soon as we got engaged was the start of the end. And on some level, I knew I should say no. Um, and yeah, so like the last two years were definitely just going through the motions. Do you think that he proposed to... Um, not shut you up, but do you think that he proposed to kind of drive home those changes he was making? This is what I'm willing to do if you just go a little bit further. Um, that's a deep question. I, I, I don't, and you know, I don't do deep questions, so... I don't know. While you're sitting here talking, I'm like, holy cow, I never. So thought- if you never would have asked that question, I never would have second thought about it. Um, because my initial response was, no, I think he did it because he really did love me. Oh, I, I, I don't. Um, I don't wonder that at all. He was absolutely. In well, love with you, but he, he had was in love with the vision of the woman that he wanted me to be. Oh, well, I think now that I'm, I'll just, I'll just say it. Did he? Sure, yes, he loved me, but also he loved who he was shaping me into. Yeah, yeah. He loved me. That. He loved me because he was shaping me into this vision. Ooh, that's, um, that's deeper than my question. But 
I, I mean, probably on some level, Karen, probably on some level, he, he said, okay, this is step one. Now we just need to go through this checklist of things. Um, and I mean, there were, there was certainly a checklist of things that had to occur before we actually set a date. And you, you'll recall, we never set a date. Yeah. We never set a date. We never made a down payment anywhere. We, I certainly, we went and looked at dresses, but I certainly didn't buy one. Um, I mean, I had it picked out, but I certainly didn't buy it. And um, yeah, I, I feel like subconsciously I knew that that was not going to be a good situation. And then it just took me the, I, it took me those two years to get the confidence in myself that I was going to be okay on the other side of that decision. Yeah, I get that. I, and I, and I'm, I, I surely didn't mean to bring up anything that no, would, that's fine. uh, I, I mean, at a time, which goes back to this, uh, sisters know what's going to key somebody off. And yeah. I always feel like when we get on touchy ground, that's in my head. And I'm wondering, did I, I said that cause I genuinely care, not because mm -hmm. I'm, Oh, I wasn't, I didn't well, take it any other way. I know that, but you know, it's the, how we started was what motivates, how do you get through and how does your relationship change through the years? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like what's interesting is when, so obviously there was some overlap while, you know, like you said, we're three and a half years apart. So clearly there was overlap while we were both going through those relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like be in retrospect, maybe I didn't feel it then. In retrospect, I feel like those times were harder because I feel like we were also having a rough yes. patch. And, and I think it's because, you know, when one area of your life is not great, it really does trickle over into other areas. Yeah. Um, because you feel... Like you're kind of in a, like you want to insulate yourself. Like you, you don't want people to know. Just how bad a situation how, is. Yeah. And, and how unhappy you are or how, whatever, whatever the situation is, you don't always, and you don't always share all of that. And I think you know, it's unfortunate that we were both kind of, like I said, we had that overlap of, of three years ish when we were both kind of going through that. And I do feel like that was a period of time where we did have a rough patch. Um, well, and I think that I had come home mm -hmm. uh, to, to live after I had left Aldo and, um, that was, you know, our parents were pretty much empty nesters. You did what you wanted to, you had a life with him mm -hmm. and 
and me coming home changed a lot of that because, uh, yeah, I was going through a hellishly rough patch and, um, in the, in the end, I mean, when I came home and I poured out all my socks and all my purses from all my tip money and I said, is this enough to get me out of this bad situation? And mom just sat there and bawled. I was beside yeah. myself. Yeah, um, I remember. You, you went right to it. I mean, we'd only had a computer how long? You went right online. You found the best divorce attorney and I had an appointment the next day. And, or two days later or something. And it, it, where it counted, you were a great help. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, I, I definitely think after we were both through those relationships, I, I feel like our relationship definitely was on an upswing. Thank God. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I mean, I think that I think it's telling and I think I feel like everybody listening can probably um, commiserate with that, that there are ups and downs in sister relationships. And the, the reality is like, that's your sister. Like, She's been there for everything. She's going to be there for everything. There's not anything that in my mind, I can't picture you doing anything where I'd be like, that's it. (laughs) Oh, right. 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 Um, So, I mean, are you going to have little bumps and hiccups? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I know that, you know, you are there for me no matter what. And um, I, I, I hope that everybody listening has that same experience with their sisters or that they have a sister-like friend with which they can have that experience. Yeah. You know, um, Uh, you had said something to mom Hmm. after my surgery, like a year later, you're like, oh my God, my sister's back. Oh yeah. My, my, and this is about my bypass, my gastric bypass surgery. Right. And I was happier with myself. I was in a better place emotionally Mm -hmm. and I felt like I could have healthy friendships and I didn't feel I needed to be so guarded. Mm -hmm. And even with family, I was becoming that way because I was so uncomfortable with who I was at that time. Uh, And I, I, I'll be really honest when you were out of that relationship and you met Ryan, Mm -hmm. I was like, this is the best person my sister's is. This is this is her not being a tight ass. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. That previous relationship had you on edge. On edge. Um 
always wow. looking, always looking to be approved of, even though you were an amazing person. Yeah, you were one of the funniest, goofiest. <laughs> I mean, when we go out, you shirk off that business sense, and you're like a friggin' nutter. We have so <laughs> I know how much, to have fun. <laughs> we have so much fun to and and you know what? There's very few people who can make you let down your hair like your sister. Yeah. I mean, you and I could stay home and watch a movie, and mom would be like, I'm gonna go to sleep now. You yeah. two are enough. Don't wake your father. <laughs> and we're 40 something and 50. Keep it down. You don't want to wake your father. Yeah. That's true. That's true. How roles have changed mm. in in our life. Yeah. Um I've very much become the parent whisperer. Mm. Yes. Um I like it. And guardian. <laughs> I'm their guardian. I'm their I'm their guardian. Well, yeah. I think that's good though. I really I think enjoy, we're in that season. Yeah. I really and you know what? I'll say this. Mom, mom has always said I that she regrets not being able to spend more time with her mother while she worked. Well, grandma was an hour and a half away and she spent a lot of time with the ants because the ants were raising kids long after we were adults. Yeah. And she says, I, I, I just regret that I never spent enough time. And I, I said to her, and I feel this is true mm -hmm. when you were needed, you were the one who rose to the cause. Right. And took care of what needed to be done. I, I, I often think who had the ability. Yeah. Right. It, it, everything. There's a, like you just said, there's a season for everything. Mm -hmm. And even though mom was working, she didn't have little kids then. And yeah, like we were all out of the house and she was the one who did have the ability, but I think you're right. I mean, it doesn't have to, I don't think there's a, I, I don't think it has to be the same for everybody. Right. Right. I think that if you've got three kids, those three kids take on different aspects of what's needed. Yeah. If you've got five kids, the same situation. If yeah. one, if one's the pinch hitter and can only get you to and from, that is a big help. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we call our brother when we need to hit something home. You know, if he needs to know that there's a bigger situation going on and he's he, that's what I'm going to start calling him the pinch hitter because he can come in and lay it down. And yeah. I think that that note is taken that much more seriously, yeah. kind of like uncle Larry. Right. 
you know, back when grandpa was aging and not behaving, the girls just went straight to him. And I could, I could see the benefits in that because in order to get somebody's attention and you've got to bring in the big guns. Okay. Mm -hmm. You and I are still looked at as 12 year olds and always will be in dad's eyes. So I think when there's a power hitter needed, you know, either of our, either of our husbands have had that talk with him when he's been lonry. And, and I think that when we called Kevin in last year and gave him the, this is what's going on. This is what's changing. I don't know if you've seen this, but I want you, we want you to be aware. And he was so grateful Mm -hmm. that we contacted him and spoke about all of this. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think that sibling relationships. So Kevin is going, he just turned 51. I'll be 50 in March and you'll be 47 this year. Yes. I mean, we, we are, we are amazing. We are an amazing team. Yeah. And I feel that uh, we were raised by awesome people, even though sometimes we're 12. And, and sometimes I know you don't mind being 12 sometimes <laughs> when, when you're, when you're there, you know, oh. what? no, when, when, when you're in by yourself, I know that you love that silly mom time that you get, you know, where you're the, where you're the younger sister. Yeah. And, and. I know that she wants to make sure she's got your favorites there. <laughs> I, ju- I just think it's absolutely adorable that you can, in in this stressful time for you these past few years with your change in position, Yeah. Um, that when you come home, mom does everything she can to make it super easy. Super easy and just like she always has. Yeah. And and by the way, I changed your bed linens yesterday, so you'll have fresh sheets <laughs> next time. <laughs> I didn't put a mint Thank on you. I didn't put a mint on your pillow <laughs> because I am not housekeeping. <laughs> Mom's like, I'm so glad you're here. Will you help me change your <laughs> bed? And I said, What? And in my head, I'm thinking, this is some bullshit. She's 71 years old, and she's dragging quilts up and down the stairs to change the bed. 21 stairs. Oh, She just yeah. looked at me and laughed. I didn't say any of it. In my head, I'm like, ain't that some bullshit? Oh, and I'm I laughing. No, no. I And, Kel, it's teasing. I, at no point, am... am Every minute I'm there, I'm happy to be there. I get it. It it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It you know, 
it could just be looking at the two of them and they're I have to post a picture, the two of them in their Christmas hats and their recliners. Did I send you the picture? In fact, maybe I'll post it. Of I took a picture when we were there for Christmas of both of them in their Christmas jammies. Oh, um, sleeping on the recliner. You know, no, you did. I, I think I thought that was one that I had taken, but that was a different version of the same. <sighs> yes, please send me that. Yeah, it's super cute. They're both like passed out on the couch sleeping. Super cute. Which happens when mom's like, I need 15 minutes with my feet up. Are you good? I, I'll, yeah. take, I'll take that break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. I, I am in love with our sister relationship. I know that it is the most... It is precious, and and uh, it's it's just where where we need to be, and what feels good. So I, I am proud of us for who we have become for one another, and our parents. Yeah, most importantly. Yeah, most importantly for sure. So, so the importance of our topic, navigating through sisterhood through the ages yeah. is, is number one, never stop communicating. If it's even to send a hello, if yeah. it's even to just be like, I just need to say I'm having a terrible day. Yeah. There's been plenty of those texts back and forth. My sister would drop everything if I said I just need you for five minutes. It's true. It, it, uh. And I know that I can call you when I'm having a complete and utter panic attack because I just short cut my hair into a pixie after having hair down to my bosom and, and I'm having a complete panic attack. Thinking about what have I done? I think I was very supportive. It was good. You were. You were. And then I was driving and I was driving the truck and it was like raining and I was like freaking out about all of those things combined. And you're like, pull over, <laughs> pull over right now and call me. Yeah. It was necessary. Oh my gosh. It, it was I necessary. I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know what I did. <laughs> you know. But now I love it. Oh, I, I, the minute I saw it, I was in love with it. It's a, it's beautiful. It's adorable. It's so, I can't believe you ever had long hair. This is just, your personality is this haircut. Thanks. And I think. So I, think I told something. you what. I told you what Ryan said the other day about yeah. every day. I, I, I never know what your hair is going to look like. And I'm like, keep you guessing. I'm like, keep you guessing. Right. Well, here's, here's a little secret. I can never do it the same way twice. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. It will never, ever look the same ever two days in a row. <laughs> oh my God. It's funny as hell. Well, here's something for you. I haven't. Okay. So 
I'm going away with mom and dad for like five days. Yeah. And we leave Thursday morning. Mom says we're leaving at seven. Dad says we're leaving at four. And I was to be the one who was driving them to North Carolina. That was my role. Now I'm the backseat passenger. Oh. And will not be driving because that's dad's job. Whatever. You know, whatever. I, I, I try to make things easier. I'm like, hey, listen, we could we could do three shifts, three hours, three hours, three hours, and yeah. stay somewhere and and do some sightseeing in the morning before ending up in High Point. No, no, no. I'm gonna get out the atlas. Why are okay. we getting out the the paper atlas? We can print this off on Google. That's how they do. We could put it on our phone. Dad's like, well, I just like to see what I'm looking at. And I'm like, oh gosh. At no point did he come up with the same direction as anybody. And his yeah. idea was to head down 57, which by the way, takes you far west, just to come yeah. back to the East Coast and and go to Crescent City and then cut through Crescent City. Hmm. I'm like, you know, that, and I just, I'm like, well, we'll just see what the, the GPS says. We'll plug a phone in and off we go. That's what I'm going with. We'll plug a phone. Off we go. Off we go. My goodness. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be fun, but I got to tell you, I'm a little bit worried about my new all natural hair. Oh, Why? It doesn't hold a style. And and I knew this. It doesn't hold a style like old, very bleached, cute hair, new, unbleached, uncolored virgin hair, which mm. might I say that's the only virgin in me. Yeah? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm just terribly funny. So <laughs> Terribly funny. I'm terribly yeah. funny. <laughs> I'm a naughty wench. So I, I'm I'm a little bit worried about, you know, and these are the things that you think about when you don't have kids, not how many underwear to pack, but. Yeah. What, how am I going to do my hair? How am I going to do my hair? I wonder if the water a, is soft there. I'll need a, to bring a teasing comb. Yeah. It's a constant idea for me as well. Um because, you know, I am not as skilled at doing hair as you. And um, half the time, I'm, I don't even know what look I'm going for. I just. How it ends up is how it ends up. Yeah. How it ends up is how it ends up. And if it looks all right, it looks all right. Last night. So I got to tell you this. This is totally off topic. And I'm totally interrupting your story. But I. You know how I've got that teeny tiny, like real thin um, curling iron. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like my hair is a little bit shorter right now. So I was like, what I was going to do was curl everything forward and then do kind of like a must up kind of like fun thing. Oh my gosh. You ended up looking like Caesar. Well, if it had gone further down the path, but then I, uh, I made a turn for the best. 
Um, but I was, it was hysterical because I'm like, well, that's not at all what I was expecting it to do. That like, that's not how in my head it was going to be. Um, but you mean you weren't going for George Clooney? (laughs) No, I wasn't shockingly enough. Um, but I just kept working at it, messing it, mussing it here, mussing it there, putting another tiny little curl going in this direction instead. And then doing, and then it turned out. And then, and then I put some texture cream on my hands and mushed it around and went squish, 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 squish. And, and then, and then, and then, then it worked. Yeah. yeah. And then it you know what? At some point, even if you're a professional and you're doing somebody's hair, you're like, <laughs> I'm going to put a little bit of texture cream on my hands and see where this goes. <laughs> and then I'm going to put some texture cream on and go squish, squish, squish and see where we end up. <laughs> and, and, and at the end I'm like, wow, look at that. It's amazing. And sometimes it's not, but you, know, <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta take a leap and pray that it's going to oh. be okay. So today I went to the gym and I took a shower and washed my hair and like I wasn't getting ready, getting ready, but I knew I had time because Ryan was, I know his schedule was running behind what my schedule was for the gym. So I'm like, all right, well, I've got to dry my hair. Well, then I also have, so I was like, all right, well, we're going to try something new here. So in my little gym bag, I have one of my round, a small round brush so I'm drying, 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 drying. And then I've got this, um, I don't know. I got this like hair gel slash paste mm-hmm. that I think is probably meant for really for, for guys. Um, but I put a little bit on my hands and I got, cause I got like a small little tester guy and all right. I was like, all right, we're going to see, we're going to see how this goes. And, um, yeah, I think it turned out not bad. So it's got a little a little swoop to it, a little swoop and some height. Nice. Yeah. Not bad means not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. But let me just tell you, so for someone, me, who when I had long hair, didn't want to put anything in it, I'm... I'm buying stuff to put in my hair all the time. Yeah. I don't know if it's the right stuff. I I'm just giving it a whirl. I try to watch these videos and see what these girls are putting in their hair. And, and then I'm like, all right, all right. Are you on well, hair talk or no. you don't, you don't TikTok anymore? No, I can't. I got too involved. <laughs> it was too, it was too distracting for me. But I mean, I watch on Instagram, you know, they've got the reels mm-hmm. and there's this one woman that I watch, her name's Kasha. Um, and she's just got, uh, I just love everything about her hair. She's got, she calls it a mixie. Yeah. You told me about her and it's just so adorable. It's She's got like the shaved undercut on the sides, mm-hmm. but then, and then down like the side of the back. And then like the back is a little bit like not long. It's just got a teeny tiny bit of length. So it's like a mohawk and a pixie and a mullet all in one. 
it's so, and I know using the word mullet puts a whole different image in your head. No, but no, I, I so like those cute. modern modified so, mullets. I, so cute. Yeah. So she's the one that I got the idea for like doing the hair, curling the hair forward. Mm-hmm. But I will say when she did it, she used a flat iron, um, like a mini flat oh, iron. That's because, and I don't have one anymore. Um, that's because it gives more lift and not yeah. more curl. Yeah. Well, I do. So here, now I have three curling irons for God's sake and all this gel, not gel, but like stuff. And I've got like texture paste and I've got like hair wax and I've got like all kind of stuff that I would never like use before. Yeah. Back when, back when I was a active hairstylist, you would have never you're no. like, did you just put like, in my hair? Did you just I just bought root booster? I mean, it's yeah. the whole it is the whole shebang. Well, and plus, plus, you're on the other side of 45, and our yeah. hair changes dramatically at that age. It 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 truly does. It's not quite as shiny as it used to be. Yeah. It doesn't quite have the thickness that it used to have. Yeah. Consultant slash sister. Yes. Yes. And I I am I'm just this, this Kasha. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go back to Kasha. Oh yes, go back to Kasha. <laughs> Maybe we should have her on as a guest. I just sent you a picture of her on, on Instagram. Oh. Um, so she also is the one who influences the toner color that I buy as well. <laughs> I don't know how to even get to Instagram. You just open it. I don't even know what the thing looks like. Oh, there it is. Instagram. It's like a multicolor picture, like a camera front like like you're looking at a camera gotcha okay i'm oh she's cute i know i like that hair yeah adorable yeah that's very cute so now she's doing satin blonde 10n hmm oh well yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's get back to this. Yeah. So, yes, I think our 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 sisterhood is by far stronger than it's ever been. Agreed. I agree. We're in a much better place and I am grateful every single day. Absolutely. And and doing this has not not that we had any poor relationship before this. Right. But getting involved in doing a podcast together, mom was like, do you remember? Who yeah. wants to listen to you two talk? What? Yeah. What, mom? What? <laughs> really? What do you mean people don't want to listen to us? Right, right. Who, who, who wouldn't want to hear us? Right. She, and she just looked at us both like, really? 
And then when she heard us, she's like, oh my God, this is fun. But people still, people still listen to this. I'm like, yeah, they do. Oh yeah. A few folks, a few, we got, we got some folks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're awesome. And not yeah. only are right. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, where do we go from here? We, we, we decide that life is good and, and we're happy. I'm, I'm good with that. That's a good one for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm happy and most of all feel healthy. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. I just want to say you guys are fantastic, and thank you for, uh helping us with our very first year of this podcast, we have done, this will be our 41st episode. Mm -hmm. And in all, we have created more than 1500, actually it's 1600 minutes of content. Um, we tend to get off topic. I know. And that's, that's my fault because, well, I do it all the time and I surely don't mean to, but at the same time, what are you going to do for the next 40 minutes if you can't right. sit and listen to us be silly? That's right. So I really feel like we are blessed in so many ways. I agree. And that's all I got for you today. So I wish you all a wonderful day and a phenomenal What's the rest of your evening? Your evening. Yeah. Evening. And heck, while you're at it, have a good year too. Let's start this strong. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Such a goofball. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode. We'll check you next time. And remember to take care of you and your sister. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on another episode where my sister is your sister. I'm Kelly here with my sister, Karen. Don't forget to subscribe and share wherever you listen to your podcasts. Take care of you and your sister.